What is up, everybody? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Doing all right. Yeah? Welcome to the Are You Good podcast. Yeah, we're excited to be back. Yeah. We have a new location right now. Yeah. We're trying something out. Yes. It might be a big, fat fail. Yeah, right now we are currently outside on the back patio. Yeah, back patio vibes. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. The sun's in my eyes. I might be a little blind, but it's okay because we still have our sick music. S- yeah. Listen to that. Sick setup. <laughs> How have you been? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. The weather's nice. I know. That's always a plus. Big boost of serotonin when you see the sun. No, for real. <laughs> Especially since it's been so gloomy. Yeah, but it, and it's been nice because it hasn't been like super hot. It's been warm, yeah. but like not humid. Yeah, I feel like well, that's one thing I don't miss about the South. Yeah. It was so bloody humid. It would be like 60, but then the humidity would make it feel like it was freaking 90. Yeah, I, I'm not good in humidity. Mm-mm. So that's a plus of living in Ohio, but I think that's the only plus. <laughs> Well, no offense to <laughs> family and friends. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. So today, um, you know, we're going to kind of talk about a touchy subject for mm-hmm. um, some people. So trigger warning yep. in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about parents and um, relationships with parents. And I know that that's kind of hard for some. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even... As a 30-year-old woman, it's still tricky. Um, So I guess we'll just dive right in. Um, I'll start. So I come from a broken slash blended family. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom divorced my biological dad when I was very young. And then um, after that, my grandpa kind of stepped up and filled that dad role for me. Until my mom remarried my stepdad. And, um, you know, we have a great relationship now. But it was not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with other, you know, my, my stepdad, he had kids of his own. So, you know, it went from <laughs> me and my brother and my mom to me and my brother, my mom, my stepdad, and his two kids. I was going to say. Then yeah. they had one together. So it was just kind of like all over the place. And... um. I guess I'll start off with my biological dad. So um, he was not in my life mm, at all. Um, Maybe in the beginning, but I don't remember that. Um, Right. I think my youngest memory that I have was him promising to pick me and Jacob up to take us rollerblading. Yep. I remember this. And we sat and waited and he never showed. Mm. And then he moved to Tennessee and it wasn't until I was 18 um, did he come back. And um, so (laughs) I know my dad doesn't listen, so I'm just going to talk very freely. (laughs) Must be nice. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But um, he uses an excuse um, even to this day because we just got into a fight last week or two weeks ago and he says he knew that i was in good hands so he did not have to worry about me Mm. first of all let's unpack that because that's not fair to me as a child because yes i am somebody that can handle things and um i'm kind of like the person in my family where people go to for 
everything. Did he mean you were in good hands with just your mom and your grandpa and, yeah. ma- and yeah. gra- grandma? Yeah, so he felt like he didn't have to yeah. worry. Well, you know, whether or not that's true, a, a child still wants their father. Yes. You know? And so I have so sure a lot hard. of, yeah, I have a lot of abandonment issues to this day. Yeah. Because of that. And even though he came back... Um, you know, he lived five minutes from me mm. and still never reached out. And he's always like, oh, I know you're, you're doing your thing. Um, and you're, you're just, you're smart. You're, you're, I, I don't have to worry about you. I don't have to check in. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there, still want that. Yeah. I still wanted that. And, um, there was a lot of really crappy things that he did. And, and I'm not going to get into too much detail because you would be like, shook right (laughs) if i told you everything but um you know i i've had a whole lifetime of forgiving him and trying to forget things Mm. and um even up until this day you know he has a lot of mental health issues of his own Mm. and he um says that he says that um he Sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) (laughs) He has a lot of mental health issues of his own, but he says that, um, you know, he, I don't even know. I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) Okay, starting over. My dad has a lot of mental health issues, and he says things that he doesn't mean because of his manic and bipolar episodes. Um, Like just two weeks ago, he said some really horrible things to my brother, and then I had to come in and, you know, set him straight and let him know that, you know, what he said is not okay and that his words have power. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's it's not easy. And I'm still struggling with that because, you know, even all of the crap that he puts us through, he's still my dad. Well, right. And I still, I just want him to love me and to make an effort to want to be in my life. We all crave that fatherly figure. Yeah. You know, whether yeah. you whether it's someone that is a tough person with, you know, their walls up. We don't I don't need my dad. Screw my dad. Dad left, whatever. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. We all still at the end of the day crave that relationship because that's our human design and our human nature. Right. And it's hard mm-hmm. to, you know, whether you have an abandonment issue or an attachment issue or whatever it is. It's just yeah. you always want that relationship with Mm -hmm. your father right and there are things in my life that I went through like health issues um my own mental health issues and my dad never once checked in never once asked me you know how I'm doing if if you know I'm okay and and that's just like it's really hard to to sit with and Mm -hmm. I, I just I can't imagine having children of my own and then just being like okay you are five years old. You got this. Yeah. You you're know? in good hands. Yeah. Was your grandfather's dad, so like your great grandpa, was he like that with? Oh, my, my dad's dad? Yeah. No. So mm. he um he lived in Tennessee for most of my life, which mm. his wife, my grandma, um, she wanted to live there. She never wanted to be in Ohio. She hated right. it. And then Same. after she passed the first thing he did was move up here. Mm. And that's when I, that's how my relationship with my dad kind of started was because my grandpa um, on his side, he made me 
not made me, but he invited me over every weekend. Okay. And um, he smoked cigarettes and I would go over there and I would help him roll his cigarettes and he would tell me about his life. And Mm. I did that um, for a few years. And then when he passed, um, I kind of stopped going over to my dad's. Yeah. Um, My dad didn't make the effort. My dad got remarried and had a new family. Which is always hard to accept. And we, you know, I tried um, to get involved and I don't know, it was just kind of like, we just never, not that we don't get along, but it just. The relationship was never built. Yeah. There was never never an effort. Yeah. And then, you know, some things that they've are going through kind of like made me put up walls and yeah. I just kind of had to walk away from that. Yeah. So that's my dad in a nutshell. <laughs> um, there's so much more, but yeah. you know, I think I, I don't know if I will ever get over some things. I mean, I forgive him and I love him, but I just don't, I won't put myself in situations where I know that I'll be hurt mm-hmm. anymore. That's just, yeah. Yes. A boundary so, mm-hmm. that needs to be created. Yeah. So, shifting gears a little bit, my mom, um, her and I, we have a great relationship now. Um, was it always that way? Absolutely not. Mm. Um, I love my mom, and... If she listens, to be determined. I told her I was going to talk about her, so she'll probably listen to this one. Narcissist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cindy. Hi, Cindy. We love you. <laughs> um, my mom, and it actually really wasn't until this last year, um, I had a lot of resentment mm-hmm. for my mom. And it wasn't until I was actually talking to your mom that I had the breakthrough. So my mom, um, she was a cool mom. I got to do basically whatever you wanted, whatever I wanted, um, Slay. within reason. Right. Um, I would say that she kind of per- helicoptered me in some ways when it comes to, when it came to being in church and being religious, mm. um, and in the religion I grew up in, I was kind of strict in that way, but there were a lot of, of other things that she kind of, excuse me, I have to go <laughs> <clears throat> she kind of let me run <clears throat> free in. So, um, I, it wasn't until I was talking with your mom th- that I realized that, oh my gosh, like, I really need to talk to my mom about some things. And, um, well, basically, as I was, you know, a teenager, early teens, um, I was hanging out with the wrong people. And not that they were bad, but the situation turned bad and um <clears throat> my mom i feel like she should have seen the signs and stepped up and kind of she could have protected me from things mm, mm-hmm. if you know she kind of would have been a helicopter parent mm-hmm. and be like okay wait a minute you are a teenager hanging out with grown men <laughs> like yeah you have no business yeah. and so i've you know, I carried a lot of <clears throat> shame and and guilt, and I still do, and I'm still walking through that um, to this day. <clears throat> and sorry, my pollen is getting me, so maybe this might not be a good idea outside. But um, you know, I had a lot of 
shame and guilt and resentment towards her because I feel like there's a lot of things that she could have protected me from, but she didn't because number one, you know, I had a good head on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wasn't out like partying, Mm -hmm. but I was still, I still was not safe. Right. And, um, it wasn't until I had a conversation with your mom that I realized that and I (laughs) broke down on your couch. Yeah. And she was like, just text her. So I, I couldn't even face my mom to, to her face because number one, I'm not confrontational and not that I wanted to fight with my mom, but it just, yeah, it was an uncomfortable conversation. So I just texted her and, um, it just kind of like started the process. And then when I got home, she, we sat and cried on the couch together and that was such a healing process. Yeah. And moment for me. And like now, you know, my mom and I are, we're closer than ever. I don't literally go two hours without hearing from her. No, literally. You can't <laughs> even watch a show without her interrupting. Yeah, just, uh, what are you doing? I'm like, mom, I was just with you. But, yeah, you know, I never thought we would get there. Well, um, yeah. You know, growing up, like, we fought a lot about dumb things. But it was still, you know, like, I mean, I remember telling my mom I hated her at one point in my Hasn't life. every child yeah. done that? But it's just like, yeah. I think about it now and I cringe because, well, yeah. you know, grown I'm, and matured yeah, and I've matured, obviously healed from it. Yeah. I never thought that there would be a time in my life where we would ever get along, mm. you know? So, um, I understand, you know, how it feels to like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying my mom, she didn't care. I'm just saying that I wish she cared about other things than what the things that she focused on now and her and my stepdad. And I, we have all talked and they, you know, they have a lot of regrets, you know, about how, you know, the things that, you know, happened when, you know, we were all growing up and Mm. they wished that, you know, they could take some things, but it also made me who I am. So, you know, it's just kind of, it's, it's a weird place to be in. Yeah. You know, what about you? Um, so I wouldn't say that my parent like I had a broken family because they um they're still together they're married they've been married for twenty some twenty five plus years um but my dad growing up was never around not because he didn't like want to be mm-hmm. but it was more so a sacrifice that he had made for work my dad um traveled. 90% of his job growing up so with that it was a lot of my mom raising my brother and I by herself mm-hmm. so a lot of the times I like to reference my mom as a single a single married mom um, because while she was married my dad was gone five days out of the week every week mm-hmm. so he was only home on the weekends you know I don't want to say that you can't parent two days out of the week, but it was very hard to, you know? Right. Um, The relationship with my dad was there to an extent only because he was gone. Like, and it's, it's weird to talk about because I never realized I like ever dealt with. It affected you. Yeah. I never thought that I would have like the, the daddy issues that people always joke and laugh about until Mm -hmm. I was probably like 16, 18. I kind of realized like, 
if I sat in a car with my dad, we really wouldn't have much to talk about, which is so weird to think about because it's not like he ever was abandoned, like never abandoned us on purpose. It wasn't yeah. abandonment. It was him. It was him working. Yeah. A sacrifice. Yeah. Um, my brother was like the complete opposite child of me growing up and he had a lot of issues like behavioral issues. So when my mom likes to describe us as black and white, like complete opposite polar opposites like he likes he thinks the sky is blue I would think the sky is green like just we just never were on the same page mm-hmm. ever um and so with that also being said whenever my fa- parents were together or my mom was you know a lot of attention was on Bailey growing up because I was someone that um didn't need the attention I didn't need um I didn't need the emotional support I guess you could say I didn't I didn't show it because I kind of wasn't, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but I wasn't the problem child like my brother was because mm-hmm. he just, you know, behavioral stuff and, you know, couldn't figure out what the issues were, da, 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 this and the other. Um, so a lot of that more so had instead of me like being okay, I guess it was more of the resentment because while they were there, they still weren't present in a way um we did a lot of traveling as a family we did I got basically anything I ever wanted a very spoiled very very spoiled kid and I think that that has to do with the emotional I guess connection not being there Mm -hmm. growing up I was my mom like my mom and I were best friends but it just when you don't share your your problems because as a, a, a young kid, five or six, moving into this house, five or six, um, was when I started to like go into elementary, middle school, high school, you know, you kind of realize, oh, uh, this is like, my parents are going through kind of a lot, like they're arguing with my brother, like a lot of arguing in the house, like it was never a normal conversation, which led to me not knowing how to communicate my own feelings without arguing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my time spent was either with my friends at my friend's house or a lot of the time I can remember like most of my childhood, which is really sad to say because I know I had a good childhood, was me in my closet under my desk playing on whatever like like iPad or just like doodling because my parents were fighting with my brother and I didn't want to be around it and want to hear it. I didn't like it. Um, and so that led to me not ever wanting to tell my parents what I was going through. Not that I was going through anything. But you, you just, didn't want to add to the... You, yeah, yeah, I just didn't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I can remember is, like, I have to be this, uh, like, this this good kid, this popular kid, this athletic kid I can remember. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in middle school, I loved running and playing soccer. I was really good at playing soccer, and I was really good at running. And that's something I just put all of my focus and attention to, like, in the game. I, I hated pra- practicing and never went on runs by myself. But because I knew that that was a sense of enjoyment, and, like, my parents were proud of me. Mm-hmm. And that's all I wanted them to be was proud of me because I don't want them to be disappointed in me, like, you know, and having to deal with, the, like, problems if because I already have them with Bailey. Right. Because of that, it led, you know, the relationship with my dad was basically just soccer and whatever was super, super surface level. And then my mom was just, she was always, she knew everything about me. So it it led into that kind of helicopter type parent. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until COVID, I would say, when my dad kind of actually, that's the first time I can remember us being together for longer than a month. Because yeah. we, he couldn't travel. So it was like a whole new world 
Yeah. Which was super weird having him around all the time, but we enjoyed it because, you know, you're, you crave that, that father figure. Mm -hmm. Um, and it got better. I I mean, I love my parents, but you know, ever since I went to school, I would just say that I I don't want to say life has changed, but we have just, you know, I've, there was that rebellion and resentment towards them kind of Mm -hmm. like, Oh, things you, came out. Yeah, a lot of things. Like Lexi died. I lost a lot of friends. My one friend committed suicide. There was just a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I was okay until I wasn't. Like you just run into a brick wall, like a cartoon, right. like Roadrunner, yeah. kind of. And so, um, there was that kind of like you never cared to check on me when I was a child, which isn't true. But that's how you feel as mm-hmm. an emotion. Like yeah. they cared about me, but they always thought I was okay. Yeah, because the road it went b- both ways. Like they could have checked on me, but I could have also spoken up. Um, and so it was more so like, dang, like why all of a sudden do you care so much, and why are you so opinionated in the things that I'm doing and the life that I'm living? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you used to always be proud of me. You used to always be happy that I'm I'm doing things that I want to do, and I and I have friends. Da da da. This you know X Y and Z. So like, why are you, why are you up in my business now? Like, yeah. why do you got something <laughs> to say right now? You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But at the same time, I'm, I really am grateful for the life that I have lived and grown up in because then it just makes it so easy to be able to relate to people yeah. because I have the father figure now, but I also, I, I always have. Mm-hmm. He was always there. He just sometimes wasn't present. Right. And it's just, it was a, it's a bit, a really big life lesson mm-hmm. and, you know, it takes a lot of growth because I still, I still get that way. I still feel that way. Like my mom and I butt heads all the time just because I think of how similar we are, weirdly right. enough. Like I'm always like, I never want to be my mom when I'm older. Like, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm literally turning into my mother. Like <laughs> You are Lori. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or like sometimes I'll answer my mom's phone and my dad thinks it's mo- like Lori. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ew, you're sick. Shut up. <laughs> it's your daughter. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was never easy. Yeah. But I always feel like every situation is never easy. Right. You always look at other people and want something else. Well, that kind of, I remember when I first met you guys and when I started like coming over here and I just kind of saw like the family dynamic, Mm -hmm. I was really jealous of, you know. Well, everyone. Yeah. Everyone, this, my parents were the cool parents. Mm -hmm. My mom was the cool soccer mom. My dad was the cool soccer dad. Yeah. Everyone was always at my house. That's just like whenever yeah. Lexi was alive and we were, Caitlin McKenzie and Bailey and I were all still friends. Like it was, they, we were always here or at their house. Like, right. You know, cool parents. That's yeah. like what everyone wanted. And I hope and that I am eventually. Mo- but again, nobody sees behind the curtains. Right. Right. You know, like how cool, uh, they could be the coolest people in the world to other people. But inside, like I was hurting and yeah. upset. I can remember times, weirdly enough, my mom would go over to school, like, um, they would come to school, mm-hmm. and I can remember it was, I think it was preschool, I think it was at Mason, Mason Elementary for pre-K, or no, kindergarten, and this girl, her name was Destiny, and my mom was making, we were making brownies, my mom's gonna laugh because she probably won't remember, because she also forgets that she left me at school one day, <laughs> dropped me off when we had no school. <laughs> And she kept calling my mom, mom. And when I was a kid, that always just riled me up. I hated when people would call my mom, mom. Yeah. I was like, she's my mom. And that probably was from that, like, abandonment of my mom giving my brother more attention than me. Yeah. And I would, oh, I I can remember, she's not your mom. 
uh-huh. like at school. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like four or five years old, or however old you are in kindergarten. I'm like, you're, she's not your mom. <laughs> you're not my dad. I'm like, I don't know it. I don't know what that says. But yeah, I mean, like everybody, everybody wants what they don't have. Yeah. Like yeah. you probably, you wanted that close-knit family and I wanted my right. parents to back off. Well, my family, like, and I guess I should say my family, like, I ha- I was very lucky and I'm yeah. not, and I'm not saying that to, but my parents are very private people. Mm-hmm. So our house was never the house that people came to. Mm. I went everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, or like if I, if my friends came over, they came over to my grandparents' house because mm-hmm. they had the pool, they right. had the space. You know, we had a lot of kids at home. And my parents were just kind of like always over censored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they Me. were like, you know, oh, we don't need any more kids here. We have enough. Right. So, you know, I never really got that, um, you know, having my friends over. Like even to this day, my parents are kind of like secluded. <laughs> They're just very um, private people. Yeah. Very. What's the word? And not antisocial introverted. Yes. They just they they recharge by themselves. Yes. And that's how I am. So. I understand. Yeah, so the, I was very envious of that, mm-hmm. you know, of other people that other people that had that growing up, and yeah. you know, so like, I, you know, I'm always like, okay, when I have kids, like, I'm gonna be the mom. Everybody's coming over. You're yeah. safe here. I'm gonna be the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, theme nights. <laughs> We're doing it Dude, all. I love theme nights. I know. I just stuttered over my words. <laughs> I had a stroke. So I, yeah, I guess it's just, and and like you said, it's really true. Like you always wish you had something else, but if you really take the time to like sit back and you know really think, you don't realize how good you have it. Yeah, and I, and that's and please by all means don't think that we're saying that everybody has it great because there are some people you know yes that have very hard and tough situations and you know it's not what we want to we don't want to make us seem like we have had the worst situations because we're both very grateful Mm -hmm. for the lives that we've lived in you know the relationships relationships that we've built and healed right um but i think all the more the reason why we say all this is so maybe someone out there can self-reflect or maybe you know um kind of just know that it's okay to have a a family that might be too distant Mm -hmm. or too close like you can still you can still make strides and steps every day yeah to not maybe change the dynamic or maybe you want to change the dynamic but you know like Mm -hmm. to heal from the things that you've been hurt from right like you know like i'm sure that you never like you said it you never thought that you would have a relationship with your mom yeah and you don't have a relationship with your dad but you never thought you would be where you are today like be okay with it yeah it's it's like weird because my dad is alive but yet i feel like he's gone yeah because it's just severed yeah like there's there's nothing yeah there's nothing there no communication anymore Mm -hmm. so it's weird and you know i've also like i know there's people out there that have lost a parent and when i lost my grandpa I felt like my dad died because if I'm being completely honest and my parent, my mom will tell you this, mm-hmm. my aunt, my uncle, I, my grandparents raised me like I was their kid. Yeah. And it felt like my dad died when he died. Mm-hmm. And so I, oh, I'm trying not to cry because it just snuck up on me. Um, you I had to grieve the loss of a parent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, hard. And it's like every day, like. I want to tell him things and I just even like not even bad things like good things that happen like 
something so funny happened and I just want I wanted to share that and I couldn't mm-hmm. and it's just oh my gosh it's weird but so I understand too like if you're out there listening and if, and if you've lost a parent like I've, I know what that feels Losing like. Losing someone that yeah. stepped in as a parent. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many different situations and. Yes. And, and families look different yes. to everybody. Like, you and know. And I think being raised, like, especially in the church, mm-hmm. sometimes they can really push family and like, you have to mend the relationship with your, like your family's all you got, your family, yeah. you know, and that's also tough to understand, especially if you have a, a dad yeah. that's absent or a mom that's absent. Like, I'm sure that you have had situations like mm-hmm. that in church where they're like, that have made oh, you yeah. feel bad or convicted for having a You have to honor your mother and your father. Yeah. But well, how do you honor someone that doesn't I, want you to be around? Yeah. And this is where I'm at. And maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, I feel like I do have a relationship with the Lord. And I pray for my dad. Yeah. But... I also have boundaries, and I feel like it's okay for me to walk away. Especially if you've tried everything you've tried. I have exhausted all avenues, I, and um, yeah, I you know I don't say anything hurtful or spiteful to him, even though he has to me very right. very recently. Right. I don't, you know, stoop down to that level, but it's okay um, to, you know, to say no. I'm not. I think I'm it's not okay to up. step away. Yeah. Especially if you go through any, any sort of abuse, yeah. emotional, physical, mental. Yeah. I think that that's, I don't mm-hmm. think that God wants you to sacrifice your life and burden yourself that much just to keep a relationship with a blood, a blood parent. Yes. A biological parent that's, you know, God is too good for that. Yeah. And I think another thing that I've learned the older that I got, you know, you always hear like people say, oh, you know, blood is thicker than uh, water. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Your your family is the only ones there for you. As the older I get, I realize how important and that it's okay for you to choose your own family. Yeah. And I have totally done that. Like, yeah, it's okay to have other people. Yeah, there are your like family. your family is my family. I feel like. You know, and I I have friends that I'm really close with. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name them all because (laughs) I would be here all night. But there are people in my life that I have chosen. And you know that they would would answer the phone call at three in the morning. Yes, whether we talk every day or not. There are people, solid people in my life that, you know, I can count on. and, 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 And I think that's wonderful. And... So you do not always have to be loyal Mm -mm. to your blood. No. You know. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, we really want to get through to whoever's listening. Mm -hmm. You know, we only share these stories to give you our own personal solutions because we aren't doctors. We (laughs) aren't therapists. We aren't counselors. We ain't got nothing but our own. We are two people that don't have it all together. Exactly. We are unhinged, quite literally. (laughs) And... We don't fit into whatever box, I guess. That sounds so cringe. I'm not even going to continue to say it, so I'm moving (laughs) on. But basically, you know, we want to give you things that have helped us, so maybe you can try them on your own. Mm -hmm. And one of them for sure is having people in your corner that you know would would drop anything to help you Mm -hmm. in any instant. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that that is... Whitney in a heartbeat, that's, you know, whatever other friends that I can count on, like, I'm not going to name them because I don't have 
I don't have a whole long list, but I know my mind I'd forget someone. But, you know, you have to have those people in, you know, your relationship. But also, I feel like you have to have a good relation. For me, at least, something that's helped me is growing in your own independence. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be unhealthy because I'm a little sometimes too independent. Same. But I think that the first step of, like, even finding, you know, a significant other or understanding and being okay with the relationship that you have with your parents or sibling Mm -hmm. is the first step for me was just being okay with who I am in the situation that I had been in, how I have turned out and really reflecting on what had happened and what I can take away from it. Right. I can sit and pout all day that I had a father that was here, but he wasn't. Yeah. I could sit and I could resent him and I did for a while and I told him, and mm-hmm. he still is upset about it. I'm sure that he still lives with that pain. Um, and I'm sure my mom still lives with that pain because that's a regret that they, they have. I know that because mm-hmm. there's like people were, di- families are divorced. Mm-hmm. My parents were together and, and he chose to be away. But that wasn't for ill intention. It was because he had sacrificed his life and his family life so we could be here on this porch. Like yeah. literally, you know, he's making ends meet. He got laid off from the same job three times. Yeah. He worked mornings he worked midnights he worked whatever he could just to be make us a comfortable family you know right and I can sit and I can resent him for that and I can sit and wallow in the things that I didn't get in life but I didn't I know thanks for the (laughs) ambiance an airplane would go by (laughs) but that's okay you know hi hi old dad him and his airplane but it, it took a lot for me to understand that it has also helped me be independent and yeah. be okay and help people that, you know, have been in situations where they're independent or they've had to learn. What is falling? <laughs> it's a bee. Oh, my God. It's pollen. Oh, my gosh. A bee. Do you just see dropped, it? Yeah, just dropped Are you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, God. I'll take over the reins because she's distracted for a minute. Um, you know, I think. What is something, yes, that you have been able to help through? Yeah, my, with my mom, I think honest, open conversations without, like, being afraid to really let her know what was on my mind because for the longest time I internalized everything. And Same. then it would build and build and build until Same. it would just be, like, up to my throat. And then she would say something to me and it would all spew out in, yeah. like, the ugliest form. So I think um, having... Honest conversations mm. with her and checking in mm-hmm. and not being afraid to tell her like, hey, that really bothered me that you did this yeah. or it bothered me that you said this mm. or whatever the case may be. So I think having, um, you know, honest conversations and sometimes that's hard and sometimes you have to do it over a text message like me or write it yeah. in the letter like you. Yeah. You know, so as long as you're able to get the words out, I think that you know, has, um, healing to it. And I, I agree. And I think, um, you know, from a Christian perspective, just talking to God about Prayer. all of that and praying for yeah. my parents and praying that, you know, God would help me be a better daughter and, yeah. well, you know, praying for those people too. It also helps like soften your heart. Yeah. You know, and that's ultimately what sometimes we need. Yeah. As much as we don't want to admit it. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't want to pray for the people that have hurt me, but 
Right. That's because I have a hard heart towards them. Yeah. So and I mean, that's like something we don't want to have. Right. And I, and I don't have all the answers clearly because <laughs> yeah, same. I still, I'm not talking to my biological dad. And so sometimes if that's ha- okay. Yeah. If you guys have any uh, advice, tips, tricks, advice, <laughs> let her know. Let me know. Slide in the DMs. But yeah. so, I mean, I guess, you know, we, we said all of that to just say, like, you know, you'll be okay. Yeah. And I do want to add. Yeah. Go ahead. No, sorry. But I want to add with what you said about open and honest communication. One of the things I, f- I want to say failed in because I did fail while I was away in Birmingham was t- keeping keeping the uh, the conversations going with my parents not just about the bad things because mm-hmm. I always went to my parents because I didn't I had a lot of loss in Birmingham I would say like there was just constant loss in my life whether that was from like situations at school to relationships to roommates to just stuff like that and it was mm-hmm. always com- I went to them because they're my they were my safety net they're my yeah. parents and they're your support yeah and so I would always complain 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 to them and I had all these great moments and I had all these wonderful revelations and you know learning so much but I never told them because you just get you it slips your mind and one of the things that I also would suggest is if like you know you want a situation or like something to change don't just tell them all of the bad like you you know like that's one thing I wish I would have been like right just like I was telling you joys in life yeah with my grandpa like yeah when something good happens like share that yeah and I think our parents you know most of the time (laughs) you know they want to hear those things too and we forget that and I think I mean that that literally starts when you're in like school and elementary like how was school good yeah I mean like this little me in college how was how was your day Mm -hmm. good (laughs) Right. So I think it's also just, you know, parents and children, Mm -hmm. when you are talking with people and checking in, don't just ask yes or no questions. Yeah. Like open ended questions. Instead of saying, how was your day? Tell me about your day. Mm -hmm. You know, so just getting in that mindset to like be better communicators and jar half full. Yeah. Not half empty. Yeah. So. You know, we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. We're mm-hmm. s- I'm still learning. And oh, and I think that it's um, a, a lifelong thing that you yeah. have to learn. One of the things that also helped me a lot was at one point in your life. And for me, it's probably been the past couple of months since being home and Bur- um, from Birmingham, I would say, mm-hmm. is shifting the perspective from your parents being your parents to your parents also being human. Yeah, because if they have make mistakes <laughs> yeah like i mean to think that i'm gonna be a parent like yeah they're just people raising people like yeah. that that sounds really weird but at the end of the day like they don't have a, a guide for this you grow up and think like when you're young thinking you're like, only your learning parents, from what you were shown yes and i'm not saying yeah. that that's always a bad thing but like you have to sometimes switch it to be like you know what like these are like my parents are people too Mm-hmm. and they're not just parents and that comes with being as you get older yeah like i was not thinking about that when i was no no, no. 14, i'm saying that like yeah. you know at some point you're gonna have to realize like yeah. now at my age i can sit back and realize i'm like you know i'm 22 turning 23 my mom and my dad are in there whatever they're at their 20s because i'm not gonna <laughs> say their actual age you know and wow like i gave them such a hard time i still give them such a hard time when they still like they've never raised a 22 year old besides my brother but they've never raised a 22 year old girl yeah it, everything is different. It's yeah. hard. And you grace all around. 100%. So grace, prayer, communication, and independence. Yeah. 
those are our solutions yeah, to navigating if, parental relationships. <laughs> yeah. And if you have, and we want, honestly, please, 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 please tell us stories or like moments of, I, I guess, like clarity yeah, or clarity, breakthrough, solutions, problems that you have had or faced. Yeah. You know, we want to know feedback. Or if you don't have anybody to vent to and you just want to like, if your parents mess something up. Or DMs are open. <laughs> yeah. DMs are open. Or if you want to call in, you know, maybe we can save some time for next time. Yeah. That'd be um, fun. Yeah. And we want to hear, like, tell us about your mom and dad or if you are a parent. Wholesome. Yeah. If you're a parent and you want to share maybe something that you've walked through raising kids. Like, My dad's going to say, he says it every time. You need, you need this, 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 and it's always. Okay. So, Heinz and Lori, if you're listening, next week you're on. Jesus. <laughs> Let's hear from you. <laughs> oh, my God. Well. Wherever you are in the world. Good day. Good night. Good morning. And you know what? We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Peace, love, and blessing. Peace and blessings. See you later. Bye.